0: Come on. Welcome
1: to Stoop Delay Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike McMassoonist. How's everybody doing today? I am not doing great, but it's okay. a <laughs> very good rabbit. This has now become a habit. It's amazing, sir. How are you doing today?
2: Uh, I'm doing really well, other than being incredibly sunburned. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah. This is good. Uh,
1: why are you sunburned today,
2: sir? Uh, well, I work outside every day, but then today, um, I... Give myself a fresh uh, head shave and then went to go do radio where I stood outside for three hours and uh, um, it's, it's hot out right now. It's oh. like heat index up here right now is 95 degrees at the moment and, uh, and uh, I burned my scalp so it, it doesn't feel great right now. It, uh, I had a hat on for about 20 minutes. I took it off because it was getting hot and uh, paid the price. Uh, so that's going to suck for a while.
1: Yeah. What day is it supposed to hit 111? I forgot.
2: Tomorrow for us is supposed to be ridiculous. It's supposed to be high humidity. And I am going to take my 12-year-old and we're going to go for Father's Day. We're going to go to a Brewer's game and sit in, uh, you know, in a confined space with 35,000 other people. So that should be nice and cool, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when you go to a Brewer's game, how much travel and how far away is that? One hour. One
2: hour? One hour east of us. Yeah. Wow. Not too bad. No yeah, big deal.
1: That's all good. If I wanted to go a yeah. Sox game, that's two and a half hours. So yeah. I guess that's Yeah, not yeah too we
2: bad. go pretty regularly. We go, I don't know, every couple of weeks we'll go to a game.
1: Sweet. So uh I've been doing uh I've had a terrible day off the mic. I told you all about it, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for this episode because uh we're recording back to school really quick. I mean, like, we literally did an episode, we announced it, and we're recording it, and then we have a vote that we put up that we got amazing results on that we're going to yeah. talk about at the end of the episode of what won. So our our summer of STL has been determined of the movies we're doing. I'm excited, I'm stoked, and uh, I'm happy to be here today because... We get to finish our Zapka Trilogy, sir. We started yeah. with uh, Just One of the Guys, then Karate Kid, and now Back to School. So that's going to be fun. But befo- before we roll into that, why don't we roll into some uh, quick news.
0: You can only move as fast as who's in front of you. And if you assume just like them, what could they do? for yourself say
1: your you so you. all right sir so News time. Uh, I got uh, something that was pretty interesting. I find that the the two badass mofos of horror released the trailer in the same week, and that would be old school Michael Myers and new school The Conjuring, The Nun. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! The Conjuring, as you know, is my new favorite horror series. I mean, that stuff is legitimate. I mean, you're talking about on Flicks how you were disturbed. By uh, that recent movie you saw. Hereditary. Yes. I get disturbed by watching The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. As we know, Tabitha is still disturbed from part two. She still uh, freaks Hmm. out about that. Those are great movies. But the nun, sir, I am, oh, just the poster alone just gives me the willies. And I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't even watch the trailer because I knew I'd be freaked out. So
2: I saw the trailer last night. I took uh, I took my 12 year old to go see Tag. Yeah, and uh, I didn't realize going in, I did, it didn't even dawn on me that it was an R rated movie um, until <laughs> the trailer for the Hollywood Murders started. Uh oh! And he was like, "Oh sweet, I love the Muppets." I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You are not going to see this, by the way." Oh. And then the next trailer was the trailer for the Nun, and he was fairly well freaked out by that. Um, so was <laughs> it from The Conjuring? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, And I'm like, "Why don't you just look at me? All right." Uh, I don't need to deal with those issues tonight. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty good trailer. And
1: and tag was rated R, huh? Yeah, I didn't
2: know that. Language and uh, sexual situations. Uh, How was that? It was really good, really funny. It was good.
1: Is is it true? uh, Did Jeremy Renner have the uh, man of steel mustache the whole Mm -hmm. movie? It was.
2: uh, I honestly couldn't tell. I was looking for the CGI arms, and it was flawless. Yeah, can you believe
1: he had broken arm the whole movie?
2: Two broken arms.
1: Oh my gosh! What two did he, broken arms? What did he do to get two broken arms?
2: So there's a scene in the movie where you know he's he's never been tagged in 30 years, so he is the ultimate guy getting away. And there's a scene um, where he climbs up there in a church, and he climbs up these uh, stack of chairs, and he's like 20 feet in the air, standing on a stack of chairs. And then they're supposed to, like, waterfall down, and he, like, kind of rides the stack of chairs as it falls to the floor. Um, And one of the takes, he, you know, the stack of chairs fell apart, and he landed on his arms and broke them both and kept going and then realized, like, oh, these are broken. Um, So I saw the scene, and this was day two of shooting. You know, they were early in shooting this movie, and I saw the scene, and I could not... And subsequent scenes, I couldn't pick out the fake arms. So they did an immaculate job with it. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, So tag, good comedy for the year? Okay. Yeah,
2: I really liked it. And it's got great cast and amazing soundtrack. Yeah, I dug it a lot.
1: Sweet. Uh, Well, needless to say, uh, The Nun, uh, very, again, I haven't seen the trailer, but I don't want to see the trailer because I love the Conjuring movies. And uh, would you say that the nun trailer was promising? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I can't stand that. Oof, excuse me, Mm Willis. But Halloween. So uh, you, sir, you got your new gig on Flix, and uh, Mm -hmm. you, Jason, and Dan touched on this. Now, uh, as you know, John Carpenter's Halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time, Mm -hmm. and I think it's my number four movie of every movie in the whole entire world. And I am super pumped about this because... Halloween really is the choose-your-own-adventure movies. I mean, there's even a graph that I posted on Facebook about, you want to choose your own adventure and follow the story? Here you go. You start here, you start here, you go here. It's pretty awesome. So I like the fact that this is a direct sequel to, you know, part one, because we got the OG, we got John uh, Carpenter back. He's doing the music, and I've li- I watched the trailer numerous times. Now, they, he plays Laurie's theme during the trailer, But he mixes it up and you don't catch it the first time you watch the trailer. But if you go back and you only listen to the music, it sounds like it's gonna be the new Laurie Strode score. So Mm -hmm. check that out because it's really sweet how he changes it up. But one of the things you were talking about is, you know, Michael Myers is really old, you know, and how's this gonna play out and things like that? Well, you know, my father-in-law, he's 62 years old, and that man. Dude, we've moved houses together. We've picked up, you know, queen-size beds. He just brought in toilets. I mean, the guy is super strong. And you can never tell he's in his 60s. So, if Michael Myers is your standard supernatural type of dude, you know, if the way he was in part one, I don't see, you know, him being 60 as an issue. So, I'm, I'm cool with it. I don't have any issues with it. All right. I, I know you guys are kind of joking around about you know, you push him and he falls down. Hmm. But but granted, they do have two guys playing him. You have the original old school Nick Castle playing him. And then for the more, uh, you know, energetic scenes, they're going to have somebody else. But overall, sir, since you're the non horror guy, but you do love Halloween, how pumped are you for this uh, upcoming movie? Do you think Blumhouse is going to deliver uh, what looks to be very, very promising? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm really hopeful. Uh, really hopeful. Because Blumhouse has been getting better and better. Um, and, you know, I mean, just getting the original creative forces together from Halloween are great. Um, yeah, it looks good. It, it, you know, I'm really intrigued by it. You know, I kind of got some burnout with Halloween movies for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, because they were just kind of ridiculous. Um but yeah, what was the most? Blumhouse just had a movie come out recently too. Uh, uh, uh Happy Death Day. No, since then. Oh really? Oh, you, d- <laughs> you did? I oh. hated Happy Death <laughs> Day. Oh, that was in my bottom thirty movies last year. Oh
1: my gosh, I really enjoyed that one. That's
2: good. Blumhouse, yeah. Uh, not Truth or Dare because that was even worse. Oh my
1: gosh, that movie. Whew. Um. Oh jeez. Well. You know, while you're looking that up, I do I do, do got to say, the fact that we have the OGs running this joint, you know, John Carpenter signing off on everything, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nick Castle, just having that all back is what really gives me the faith in this movie. And I've been watching a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. They actually have the same street, everything, man. I mean, they're upgrade.
2: really... You know, Sorry. Upgrade. Sorry. Upgrade that came out last week was a Blumhouse film. That movie is awesome. Upgrade. What's Upgrade about? Upgrade is about... Uh, uh, it's in the near future and uh, a guy is paralyzed from the neck down and he gets this chip implanted into him uh, called stem that can turn him basically to give him like unlimited power. Um, but then he has no control over it himself. He's just kind of a host body for this or he can have control, but, he, but then he is a paraplegic. Hmm. Um, it's a really interesting movie that has some crazy cool action where he has No control over his faculties. This microchip is doing everything for him, and it's like matrix style fighting. It's pretty cool, awesome. I liked it a lot. Yeah,
1: now I, d- I do want to make a prediction, and I will see if I'm correct. Even though I love Halloween, it's my favorite horror franchise, despite how terrible five and all the other ones you know, some of the other mm-hmm. ones are. Um, I'm gonna make a prediction that it will do successful, it will be very good. And it's not going to have you know like 90s and hundreds and rotten tomatoes, but maybe high 70s, you know, low 80s for for reviews and stuff. But I think financially, The Nun will dominate Halloween. So, oh, I think so too. Yeah. 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 I think The Conjuring just has such such equity in yeah. p- in people that The Nun is just going to score higher. And, you yeah. well know. there's
2: a generation of people that have only seen bad Halloween movies yeah you know there's a full generation of people I mean the original Halloween came out 40 years ago it's true you, you know. know I mean it's hard to get kids that are you know 18 excited about a movie from 78 um, whereas the conjuring movies have come out in the 2000s and those have all been good and then go yeah these are great Halloween oh yeah I saw I saw a Halloween movie and it sucked Rob zombie directed it. those uh-huh. are terrible. And so why would I go see another one?
1: I mean, you yeah. Know? How bad is it that when they want to... I'm
2: 19. I don't care about Jamie Lee Curtis, you
1: know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, for real, people want to watch a Halloween movie, the first thing they think of is Rob Zombie's Halloween. And it's pretty right. terrible. So, I guess it's kind of a dumb prediction, but, you know, it, it just—it kind of hurts me to say that because I want it to be Halloween. It, I just wanted to favorably be well-received. So that sure. way, you know, if it is the final one, at least it goes out. On a high note, not you know Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. that terrible piece of crap. So mm-hmm. now, final bit of things I want to talk about: uh, good old Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, so we gotta talk about these photos, man, because I love Patty Jenkins. She's just flipping the script, and she don't give a crap about spoilers. So Steve Trevor has been uh, with this fanny pack the whole nine the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. Now I really think that having him uh, in this movie would totally um, hurt the ending of the original film. But I also, at the same time, I'm like, I really don't want it to be his grandson. So I'm kind of two minds of this because I'm like, okay, well, maybe because he was in the water, and, there, you know, the mascara, maybe it helped him age appropriately. Maybe he really is alive because, you know, granted, we didn't see a body or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they are doing the continuity... In Justice League, he's not around, but it all—I don't know. I don't know if Patty Jenkins, if she's gonna give a crap about Justice League and be like, "I don't give a crap about that movie. Mm-hmm, I'm, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do what I want." You know I, that I don't know. I know Aquaman is looking killer. James Wan—that's my favorite. That's my favorite director. My new favorite director. I love that guy. He's fantastic. So.
2: I love the look of the mantis that I saw from oh my the Aquaman. Set.
1: Yeah. Did you see the underwater stuff? Oh my gosh! It's so see, beautiful. See, I know. do
2: I don't watch a whole lot of that stuff.
1: Well, no, it was all entertainment weekly pictures. Oh,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw the picture of the Mantis. I was like, yeah, it looks like the Mantis. I love it.
1: It, Yeah. It looks good. So I'm just like, I don't know where Patty Jenkins is going to take it. Either way, I have complete faith in her, and I really don't care. But the newest picture today just released of Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman, even brighter costume than she had. And it was so beautiful. Oh, my gosh.
2: Like the Wonder Woman we know with the bold colors.
1: So, Wonder Woman 84, man. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, And uh, before we roll into our review quick of uh, Back to School, I want to get into something that I haven't gotten into in quite a while, and that's some video game news. so you're not really a gamer i mean you used to be a gamer mm-hmm. you kind of are very casual you're not like mm-hmm. myself you know where i play it like non-stop 24 7 but uh saw tomb raider sir so i had no idea you played tomb raider because i thought when i was giving you my review of watching the movie you're gonna be like jameson's gonna not understand one single thing i'm saying about this and you're like oh yeah i know what you're talking about i'm like how do you know what I'm talking about? He's like, dude, I played the first game. I'm like, really? <laughs> you played the you played the rebooted game? Yeah. So I watched uh, Tomb Raider uh, finally, and uh, I have to say, man, I Tomb Raider, the reboots, Tomb Raider, and Rise of the Tomb Raider are in my top five favorite games of all time. I've played them numerous times. My wife and I we've spent hundreds of hours playing these games. We're we're totally in love with it. And Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out in September. It's the, fi- it's the finale of the, of the uh, trilogy. So the movie, I had high hopes for because I saw the trailers and I was like, they're really stealing scenes out of the original game. But man, I was disappointed, Chief. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the Laura from the video games that I wanted it to be. And uh, it's like part of me wants a sequel because I love the whole Trinity thing. But it was disappointing, man, and that sucks. I really was hoping I was going to love this movie. I kind of, I was forcing myself to like the, I like the movie, but I wanted to love the movie. And unfortunately, I did not love the movie.
2: I, I got a text this week from a buddy of mine who's a big fan of those games too. And uh, he always, he always texts me when he rents some terrible movie. And he, I got a text out of the nowhere the other night and I said, I'm watching Tomb Raider and this movie is meh. And then 10 minutes later, he says, "I am trudging through this flick. They made Lara weak." and then he's like, "I'm done. I can't finish it." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Fonda was not impressed 15 minutes in she's already talking trash about Laura and then she gets on her iPad and pretty much didn't give a crap about the rest of the movie yeah. and uh, you know Sha- they, didn't
2: get, they didn't give a crap about her I know
1: but I, I, but you know, E3 was just this past weekend, and we got some Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which is the, the finale of the rebooted trilogy. This is the lore that she's supposed to be, but, uh, in this one, man, uh, she hides behind, uh, she hides behind, like, bushes and trees and stuff, and she's camouflaged. So all the, all the amazing killing that she does in Rise of the Tomb Raider is even better than this one. Like, she shoots a dude, and then she, like, Goes, she uses the rope to go over a tree to hang him, which is pretty awesome. I mean, I, I know it sounds gross and, and sick and stuff, but I I, I love this stuff. I mean, when you have a bad day, you want to go home and shoot people in the face with bad, an arrow, and, and and these Tomb Raider games, that that's what they're there for. But sure. I I love the girl who plays Laura Croft. She's so amazing. Which is Alicia
2: Vikander. She's the best. No,
1: no, not her. The one oh, in the video okay. games, right, Car- Car- Carmela. Uh, who is, uh, she's from... Uh, she's the
2: WWE Champion.
1: No, no, not her. Oh, uh, um. Grey's Anatomy is uh, another role that she... The, the one who does the voice of Laura Ah, uh, McSteamy. <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, the, the voice of Laura is so awesome. I love her. She's great. And she does all the mocap for Laura Croft. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good times. So Shadow of the Tomb Raider... Uh, September, I'm going to be broke because we have Sony's PS4... Exclusive of Spider-Man, which looks just like Spider-Man Two of PlayStation Two, but completely redone, open world, and then we have, uh, you know, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and I'm gonna be broke as a joke that month, dude. So, sure. uh, are, are you going to get back into the Tomb Raider games at some point? Because you only played the first one, right? You haven't done number yeah. two yet.
2: Probably not. <sighs> dude, I do it. I have so very little time that a video game. It's something that I might rent and play for over the weekend, but uh, I mean, I literally have no time for it anymore. So, video games have kind of gone by the wayside for me. Uh, I, do, I got, I ain't nobody got with, time for that. With you, I have three podcasts, three radio shows, <laughs> and a TV show to worry about, plus a regular job <laughs> and a family. I got,
1: I got three kids. This is ridiculous. I got five kids to be. <laughs> I got Five kids to feed. Oh, good times. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. So uh, we'll call that a wrap on video game news. Super pumped. E3 was fantastic. Can't wait. Hopefully PS5 doesn't come out for a couple more years because I don't need to come up with the money for that. So uh, let's get into our review, sir, of Back to School.
0: Guess who's getting some class? I'm going to college. Rodney Dangerfield's going back to school. That's what I call marine biology. Hey, boys, here's a couple of pens in case you learn how to write, okay? When I used to dream about going to college, this is the way I always pictured it. Wait a minute. When did you dream about going to college? When I used to fall asleep in high school. Here's a book on sex education. Let me see that, the world's oldest living freshman. Well, he left out the most important thing. Where to get it? Say it! Say it! Good teacher. <laughs> he really seems to care <laughs> about what I have no idea. Yeah, a little something for the kids. Okay, take that. It's okay, huh? I don't have any kids. No, because we're here. Get yourself some kids. We're here. Take it all, all right? What a woman. She is the teacher. I know. I like teachers. Do something wrong, they make you do it over again. <sighs> what do you say you and I have dinner tonight? Actually, I'd like to join you, but I have class tonight. Why don't you call me sometime when you have no class? He's not just the big man on campus. Hey, folks, it's on me. Shakespeare for everyone, okay? are yeah. uh, you too, honey. Ooh, I'd like to tame your shrewd. He's the wildest man on campus. Shake it up, baby! Say when. Right after this drink. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, on, back to on, school. Baby.
1: so back to school man this is uh this is my first I I, won't, I don't want to say it's my first Rodney Dangerfield film because mm-hmm. that would go to ladybugs that would be my first uh, classic yeah ladybugs <laughs> man still on uh still on Hulu love that mm-hmm. I, I still gotta show Tabby that one so uh now sir uh, because you're in Wisconsin, this film, because I know our boy William Zabka, when he was on the 100th episode, talked about back to school and how mm-hmm. much fun he had making this because it was in a Wisconsin college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was filmed near your uh, near your crib. Am I remembering right here? Correctly?
2: University of Madison Oh, this is right here on campus.
1: OK, so uh, does it look different than it does in the movie? Have they changed stuff? Does it look identical? Well, I mean,
2: yeah, you know, it's obviously changed quite a bit now. I mean, this has been 35 years. Um, or whatever, since this movie came out, but yeah, there's definitely still landmarks that you can spot and be like, Oh yeah, this, you know, I recognize that. I recognize that, you know, um, now the whole movie wasn't shot here. It was shot. Like half of it was shot here. Half of it was shot elsewhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, I remember the first time I saw it, you know, back in the day, back in the eighties. Uh, actually, in the 90s, and be like, Oh, yeah, wow, I found out it was shot here. I'm like, That makes sense because some of these things do look familiar. <laughs> nice, you know, and then you go looking for them. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool to find out, you know, it's a lot of the stuff around the uh, fraternity houses there and stuff like that. That's all still here, it all looks basically the same.
1: Well, this came out in 1986, and uh, I probably saw like you in the 90s. Now, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, which I really enjoy, but obviously with the way America is today and how sensitive they are. We definitely couldn't handle a Rodney Dangerfield in today's day and age. That's for sure.
0: Uh,
1: uh, But he was definitely good times. I would say that throughout this movie, he doesn't really have any offensive jokes, which is nice. Um, And he was super fun, very likable. And, of course, it was super great having good old Burt Young from AKA the Rocky Mm -hmm. Films. He pretty much plays the same guy except non-drunk. Which was pretty mm-hmm. nice. Now, my boy that I really enjoy is Keith Gordon, not Keith Coogan from Adventures of Babysitting and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, but Keith Gordon, who Keith Gordon would be in your wife's favorite movie, The Legend of Billie Jean. Right. And then also John Carpenter's Christine, Jaws 2, and then this movie. So he's definitely a guy that I enjoy because he's so weird. He's like you just the way he acts in movies, you could tell is really his personality and how he really acts. He's just like one of those guys that not that he has like Parkinson's where he shakes, but just like he really shakes to get his point across. And he does that in like every movie. And I really Mm -hmm. enjoy that weird characteristic of Keith Gordon. So for Keith Gordon, what would you say would be out of his movies? What would be your favorite so far? of uh of him <laughs>
2: it's this one
1: it's this one
0: Sweet.
2: absolutely i love him in this one because his back and forth with rodney dangefield just kills me i sent you a picture that i i am gonna get a picture of me standing right in front of that statue Ooh, nice yeah that's that's right around the corner from where i work
1: Heck maybe yeah. i'll get i'll get a
2: i'll get the sweatshirt i'll pose like rodney does right in front of lincoln send it to you
1: yeah put that on uh the stl nation that'd be there fun so- there you go So one of the things I really enjoy in this film is uh, my boy, the guy who changed my life musically forever, which is Danny Elfman, because Mm -hmm. if it wasn't Batman 89 is the movie that changed my life because that was the movie that made me love scores because I was always a soundtrack guy. But I never I didn't even know what a score was. I didn't even know like, hey, what's music called that doesn't have words to it? It wasn't until Batman 89 and there's an actual album released by Danny Elfman called Batman Score and his score of Batman 89 just changed my life. So having his band Oingo Boingo, which has made amazing songs now, granted, when he sings, he looks like he's a little bit high, a little off his rocker, but I love this guy, Danny Elfman. As much Cocaine as,
2: was big in the 80s. Yeah.
1: I mean, as much as I hate his stuff in Justice League, I mean, that was a very forgettable, terrible score. It uh, should have been Junkie XL for that, but that's another story. I love all the other works of Danny Elfman. Everything from Pee Wee's Big Adventure to, I mean, anything with Tim Burton, but... Batman '89, but Oingo Boingo, the song he does in this movie, fantastic. it's a dead man's party. Oh my gosh, dude! Who so could funny. ask for more? Who could ask for more? <laughs> this, the way that this uh, this scene is, which I, you know, I know we haven't really started reviewing it yet in regards to you know from how it goes in the beginning and stuff, but the party scene reminds me of something from an Anthony Michael Hall movie, like you know, Weird Science or whatever. It's just, mm-hmm. granted they do this the song for weird science, but mm-hmm. just the way the party is set up it for whatever reason, I don't think I'm watching back to school when the scene starts off. I think I'm watching like a, uh, Anthony Michael Hall movie, but I love me. Simone Boingo, man, Danny Elfman. That's my boy. For sure. So, uh, what's your, uh, what's your history with, uh, with back to school?
2: I watched this movie a bunch of times. Um, I, I you know, I probably watched it, you know, 1990 or something like that probably first time I saw it um I I love it I mean I Rodney is an acquired taste some people really hate Rodney and I totally understand it because his his comedy is a little out there especially in these movies they let him just go you know they kind of let Rodney just be Rodney in this um and uh I dig I dig this I mean it's so ridiculous right I mean he's this millionaire whose son is struggling so he decides he's going to go to school too and to help his son and everyone i mean a guy looking like rodney acting at like rodney everyone loves him right like that's good. <laughs> like he's he's out there he's the fast talking one-lining rodney dangerfield um hitting on the teachers um I, I just i i love um everything with him My my favorite parts of this movie are actually when he and Paxton Whitehead, who plays Philip, the really snobby professor, yeah, I love when they're going back and forth. It, it's a lot like um, in Caddyshack, where he's going back and forth with Ted Knight, the snooty, you know, club owner. Um, I, I love it when he kind of plays the regular guy jerk who's calling out snobby people for thinking they're better than him. Uh, and he's like, but I've got all the money. Hey, look at me, you know? Right. And I mean like the scenes where he goes into the school store and he's like, Hey, take two of these, and four of those and six of these. Hey, books for everyone. You know? Right. I mean, it's just, it's insane. Rodney energy. And for me, I'd love it. It just kills me.
1: It, it, you know what? It, it never lets up. And I honestly don't feel like, you know, like in the comedies nowadays, 21 Jump Street or whatever, you have jokes that hit and jokes that don't. I really feel that 99.9% of the jokes all hit in this movie. I think yeah. it's firing on all cylinders uh, in this. Movie. I'm,
2: I was really surprised. So I, I rewatched this recently for real reviews. We were doing our throwback about this and I hadn't seen it in quite a while. And I was really expecting it to not hold up. I was really expecting it to be a lot of really offensive jokes, right. I was really expecting it to kind of fall flat and be one of those movies that you're like, "Oh, man, that sucks that that. I probably won't watch that movie again, you know, because it's just it's not it was a product of of my youth. And I was really surprised that, yeah, no, it's still good. It's still fun, and I'll show my kids this and there's, you know, That was nice. That was nice because I was going in like, oh, man, sometimes it's better to just not rewatch it and just keep the memory in your head. And um, this one wasn't one of those, which was really cool.
1: It was cool. uh, Speaking of which, in the same week that I watched this one uh, was a movie I had only seen once in my life. And it was on Netflix. And I'm recently getting tabby into Eddie Murphy and because she loves coming to America. So I'm like, hey. You've never seen this movie and you love Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's watch some training places. Right. And I couldn't believe how well that movie held up because I love Dan Aykroyd. But you know how I don't like his performance in uh, uh, the one with John Candy, the great outdoors. Mm -hmm. He's just really annoying. So I thought he was going to be really annoying in that movie. And that movie held up really well. All the jokes were great. You know, Merry New Year, all that stuff. Fantastic. Except the ending because I'm terrible with math. I'm terrible with stocks. I had no idea what was going on. So I had to Google the ending because I had no idea what the hell was going on. That's the only thing that I was like really confused on. But that's another movie that all the jokes land. Although there were like two scenes that uh, would not be politically correct if you will, with the choice words of the uh, African-American people, if you will. So, uh, but fantastic movie. That was really funny. So now Tabby's on an Eddie Murphy kick, which is great. So I'm like, next up, Beverly Hills Cop. That's what we're going to watch next. There you go. Can't wait. So, uh, so two movies back to back that totally held up for me were the jokes hit and it, Stood up, man. I was like, kind of like you. I was a little bit worried with back to school. Like, one of the things that didn't actually stick for me was uh, Billy Zapka. and what I mean by that is that I thought he was in the movie more than yeah. I th- I remember more. He's the of secondary him. villain. Yeah, he's not in this. He's in like three scenes, and that yeah. really bothered me. Not uh, w- the scenes he's in are fantastic, but it's like. Oh man, I thought we had more like like just one of the guys. He's in that a lot. I thought the same thing in Back to School that we were mm-hmm. getting that. That would be my biggest disappointment in the film. Sure, is my lack of uh, of Zabka.
2: You know, it's funny. I was reading about this too. They said that um, during the making of this, he and Robert Downey Jr. got to be really good friends, and they would just hang out together. Uh huh. Um, on set, they would hang out in Robert Downey Jr.'s hotel room through the whole shooting in this movie, and they got to be really, really close. Um, and this was when Robert Downey Jr. was on Saturday Night Live, uh, back in the day in the worst season of Saturday Night Live ever. <laughs> uh, with Anthony Michael Hall and he was in Randy Quaid, just a horrible season. Um, but those two got to be really close. I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun hotel room to hang out in. Just chit-chatting with those guys, you know.
1: Yeah. Even um, even today, he says the same thing. If I was to redo a movie, I'd do back to school because of the amount of fun I had making that movie. He says yeah. he even says that today.
2: <laughs> now, something else I read about this was uh, was kind of interesting to me. It was Sally Kellerman, uh, who was uh, the, uh, the teacher, the literary teacher that Thornton Mellon fell in love with. Yeah, we got to right? talk about her. So her house that they hung out in a couple times, did you know that that house was the same house that Laurie babysat in in the original Halloween?
1: Are you kidding me?
2: No, it's the same house that was used for the Doyle house where Jamie Lee Curtis babysat.
1: Oh, that? my God. This movie just went up. Like, <laughs> like two grades. So, yeah, pretty yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's amazing. So speaking of uh, Diane Turner, Sally Kellerman or mm. Sally Kellerman. So, yeah. um, OK, so <sighs> I don't know how I feel about her. I think it's, <laughs> the reason I say that is, is she smiles the whole movie.
2: And and, she's got a lot of smile and, and
1: it bothers me. I'm uh, I'm like she looks okay.
2: like my 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 stepmom's poodle.
1: Yeah, I'm just like okay. <laughs> uh, now the only scene she doesn't is the scene that makes sense, where good old Oingo Boingo party and he's under the water doing some stupid stuff, and yeah. it's like okay, you you were just making out with me, and now you're flirting with these chicks. It, that made sense, but but then they don't even make up. Just like uh, uh, there's like a scene like 20 minutes later where they're like studying and they're back to normal again. I'm like okay, when did they make up? But this movie really doesn't give a crap about that. But uh, I like her, but I don't like her. I don't know how I feel about her because I think her smile bothers me because I feel like it's not natural the way she is. That's my problem with her.
2: The first thing I can remember seeing her in, which influenced um – influenced how i felt about her in this movie in a in an odd way um was um i want to make sure i get this right i'm actually looking because i i think it was meatballs three meatball uh, yeah i think it was the third one she was in um where she plays a uh, a dead porn star um let's see 1980 uh where is it um Yes, Meatballs three. Okay, summer job. It's her and a young Patrick Dempsey. Okay, um, uh, at summer camp, and she plays a dead porn star who only who comes to him to help him uh, lose his virginity, um, and and I remember watching that first as a kid and being like, whoa, because you see a lot of Sally Kellerman, and you're like, whoa, and I love. Patrick Dempsey, so I'm in. I'd seen that movie a couple of times. So then it, I saw Back to School after that, and I was like, she was very different in this movie, <laughs> and I didn't care for it as much. <laughs> but uh, she's she's she stands out in this movie as a very different character than the rest of the people in this movie right right she feels like she's been dropped in from another planet onto this campus right and her and i get i get it it's supposed to be like the two extreme opposites when she and thornton mellon get together like why what would she see in him Right. She's a very learned lady. She's a professor. She's got her stuff together. He's kind of an imbecile. He's really brash and loud and just ridiculous. What does she see in him? I mean, that's supposed to be the draw. Um, But, yeah, she's probably my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah, she's definitely the least favorite part of the movie for me.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't hate her, though. She's just the weakest link of the film for me.
2: Right. Yeah, I love Sam Kinison in this movie, <laughs> a young Sam Kinison making his, I believe, his theatrical debut as the uh, history teacher who just oh goes nuts. Oh, my God.
1: So good, dude. Who just loses giant, it. Giant. <laughs> Yeah,
2: so, so good.
1: That is one of my favorite scenes of the film. Hands yeah. down. Uh, I love it so well. And especially at the uh, at the end. Uh, yeah. When he's got to take the test. what 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 is he screaming at him uh, to try to get him to remember it? Does oh, he gosh. say the same thing again where he's like, say it?
2: Or... Basically, yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was now. But <sighs> yeah, it's just angry Sam Kinison.
1: <laughs> it's so good. Now, let's talk about Robert Downey Jr. In regards to somebody got money to take care of some teeth. Can we? Yeah. Can... yeah. And that because that's first thing Tabby said. She goes. Why is Iron Man got some messed up teeth? I was like, well, that's because Iron Man didn't have money back then. And well, now, I he, mean,
2: now he does. Go watch the outsiders and check out Tom Cruise's busted ass chiclets that he had in that movie. <laughs> you, Those were gross. I remember
1: you told me about that when we reviewed it, but I didn't yeah. I never I never, you know, went back must, to take a must look. I'm gonna send
2: at you a picture while we're talking. All right, cool. Take a look at that.
1: Speaking of which, I watched Roadhouse like three times since we reviewed it. Yeah. It'd be a fun to just watch it this weekend. And I think we were quoting that thing. And she again said the same thing to me. She goes, is that Chris Christopherson? I'm like, no, you always think that's Chris Christopherson. Mm -hmm. She's like, is that the guy from blade? I'm like, no, I'm like, this is the guy that never ages. Sam Elliott. He's the guy who looks exactly the same as he did 50 years ago.
2: Oh my gosh. Um, Sarah has gotten hooked on the show, the ranch. Oh yeah. Ashley Kutcher, Sam Elliott, um, who's the guy that played Hyde in the 70s show as well. Yeah, yeah. And, man, is he good in that, too. Sam Elliott is just, he just, and he plays, what does he play? A rough and tough cowboy in that movie. Of course You know, he like, does. yeah, of course he does. He's awesome in it.
1: Now, didn't Durant get canceled due to what's-his-face's sexual problems? Yeah, because of, yeah. I can't
2: pull, Danny Masterson. <sighs> yeah, because he's a total creep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... Let's not do it. Let's yeah, not do it. Yeah. I, let's leave it alone. Yeah.
2: I know where you're going. I don't want
1: to go down that rabbit hole.
2: Nope. Let's keep having fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, take a look at Tom Cruise's teeth. I just said oh, it to you.
1: Okay. Uh, if if only uh, people get... Could... Oh, my... Are you serious right now? Yeah. That's how he looked.
2: <laughs> That's a cast photo from the Outsiders. Look at those things. Come on
1: now. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean, somebody got some caps. Somebody got some, some money, and first thing he did was invest in a new set of teeth.
1: Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the cheating wife of Mr. Mellon, uh, Adrian Barbeau. Uh man, that chick is hot, man. She doesn't sure. have, have the greatest voice for man. She's smoking hot. And she's old though, man. I mean, she may be like what 20 years old in this, but she's she's old looking. But I guess she's <laughs> I guess she's supposed to be a MILF, right? I guess that's sure. what it's supposed to be. But yeah. uh it's it's I like how the story is super quick. You know, it's like, okay, she's cheating. He's like, you know what, it's all my money. You get out, I'm gonna go visit my boy. And then, you know, he is, he's not really, he's not bullied, he's just not popular. And, right. you know, he kind of just wants to, you know, I, I really like his character in this because in like Legend of Billy Jean, he's, he's really fun and he's really creepy and Christine, but this one, he's kind of like the, the regular Joe even mm-hmm. even the scene where he gets drunk and he gets upset, he's not a douchebag to his so called girlfriend. He just kind of like kind of lets off some steam, but he's not rude about it to her. but the thing I always enjoy is the fact that he's like two feet tall, and every woman is like you know way <laughs> taller than him yeah. uh so let's talk about his girlfriend what is it, what's up with Zapka and always having his girls stolen in every movie? What's up with that?
2: <laughs> he does. Oh that poor guy. Because oh. he's just he has a face of a guy you just should lose a girl. You know? <laughs> he, he always gets so upset. He
1: doesn't have a face that you want to punch, because Zafka, Zafka's a great guy, so He's
2: good stuff. I, this movie, man, there's a couple of lines out of this movie that I quote on the regular. One of them, the one that I've quoted since I first saw it I still quote it way too often for my family's liking, <laughs> is uh, especially now that I have boys that understand what I'm saying, is uh, when uh, when Rodney Dangerfield is talking to his son and his son's telling him all this BS, he's like, hey, you don't lie to me. You lie to girls. <laughs> I don't know why. That line has hung with me forever. You uh, of me. You how, how, how
1: does sarah feel about that when you <laughs> oh, say she that?
2: loves it she laughs every time no not even <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: i i bet behind the scenes you know you're walking in the bedroom ready for bed
2: and she smacks you upside the head that's that could a, very well be i'm at, terrified of her that's what
1: really goes down.
2: now now woman is military trained i don't mess around with her it's
1: true man it's true uh did you see how much money this sucker made. Cause this has a budget of 11 million bucks and it made $91 million. Back- it
2: was the number six movie of the year. Jeez. Which is insane. Cause you would think this would just be like a kind of a dumb comedy. Right. Right. I mean, you'd think like, Oh yeah. I mean, you know, but Rodney was massive at the time and he's coming off of Caddyshack, which was a massive success. But you know, I mean the rest of the cast isn't big. You know, they're not big draws, really. Um, It's just the strength of the writing. And it's, you know, Harold Ramis wrote this. Um, Always fantastic. Always. Yeah. And I mean, it's really Rodney's the only star of this movie in 1986. You know, nobody else is a big name. And for some reason, it it blew me away. Now, also 1986, the the biggest um, movie of the year, the highest grossing comedy of the year was Crocodile Dundee. It was a rough year. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it yeah was a
2: down year when that's your big movie you know when that Crocodile Dundee got some Oscar nominations out of it come on but this was the 6th highest grossing film of the year which blew me away when I saw that because this you'd think would be like yeah it it made it's money back you
1: Yeah, know, that's what you'd assume yeah but people didn't know who Zapka and Keith Gordon were though just you know because yeah. of Christine and you know Karate Kid and just one of the guys uh, you know, so he wasn't the only star of the film, but I, you know, cause I mean, that's what I think would draw some people like maybe they didn't like Ronnie Dangerfield, but they really liked Johnny or like, Oh, I remember that Christine movie. I like that guy. Let me go check that out. So but
2: all of the advertising was around Rodney Dangerfield. It's true. You know, this was a time before the internet when you would see a blurb, you'd see a picture in the paper. Yeah. And maybe you saw, you know, Siskel and Ebert, but the poster was just Rodney. It's true. And most of the advertising was come see Rodney.
1: Now, doesn't this, the, the, we got to talk about obviously 80s posters. They're amazing. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're probably the best posters there are, are the movies from the 80s. Absolutely. But wouldn't you say that this poster is a huge spoiler? Because clearly you see that he graduates on the front <laughs> front of the poster. Were you, you know he's, that he wasn't going to. Yeah, you know he's going to make it all the way through this
2: sucker. <laughs> right. What a shock! But
1: what a shock! So, funny enough, um, I've never seen Caddyshack. Uh, Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? Uh, gotta get to that. I know, have to add that to the list. So, uh, w- going through his filmography. Uh, I've seen, um, you know, Back to School. Haven't seen Easy Money. I know Joe Pesci's in that one. I think Mm. I've seen Moving. Easy Money's a
2: good one. I just watched that recently again, like in the last month. Okay. Got that great Billy Joel song, Easy Money.
1: Now, Little Nicky, terrible in that movie.
2: He wasn't good from like the, uh, so I really enjoyed him in his small role in Natural Born Killers. Because um, it was a serious role, and he was actually a horrible person. Yeah. Horrible person. Yeah, he was Mallory's um, dad. Yeah. Yeah, and he did some horrible things to her. But really, he just kind of fell off and just started making anything that would give him a paycheck until he passed away. I mean, Meet Wally Sparks is unwatchable. Um I think
1: that's his final last film, because after that... I never I don't even know what the hell Casper, The Godson, Rusty, Pirates, My Five yeah. Wives. I I've These never are all heard. direct
2: to D V you know, direct to to VHS movies. Yeah. So all of these.
1: For me, Ladybugs, you know, because Ladybugs is the first one I saw, I would say mm-hmm. back to school is my favorite, but I but Ladybugs has a lot of heart to
2: it that I really oh, yeah. enjoy. I love that movie.
1: I mean, that's the movie that I—I I can't say it's the movie that started the whole gender switch, because, but I think it's the one that did it the best, in my opinion, hmm. is uh, Ladybugs. But, but for you though, you love yourself. You love that girl that changed her face, who used to be beautiful
2: and now. she's Amanda just... Bynes. Oh, I she... love, I love hers. I mean, just one of the guys, dude. Oh, oh, duh! Obviously, okay. I mean, that's what started it. All that's right. the best one. Yeah,
1: just one. Yeah, I take it back. You're right. Just one of the guys. You're right. Yeah, that's the best one. Ladybugs. I'd put at number
2: two. Um, yeah, Ladybugs is really good, and the and oddly because they both revolve around soccer. There's Ladybugs, and then there's the one with the man of binds. Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know why I can't pull. It's really- uh,
1: she's the man. She's the man. Yeah,
2: where she uh, also plays a soccer player. Okay, who, who's a dude? It's just the opposite of Lady
1: <sighs> You know, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes, two gorgeous women who plastic surgery destroyed your face.
2: Well, drugs are drugs are rough on you.
1: <sighs> you know, like Rose McGowan. I get why she looked different because she had uh, she had a puncture moon under her eye that I was reading about because it just recently came out why she looks so different because of the bad plastic surgery she had uh, of a puncture over the eye. So then they tried to fix it and stuff. But I don't know what the deal was with Amanda Bynes and Lindsay Lohan. I mean, was, was it drugs or did they actually get plastic surgery?
2: Uh Both. I think a lot of it was bad decisions while on drugs because <laughs> they were both in really, really bad ways. And both of them were roughly the same age, came up at the same time and uh let the fame and such and really got out of hand and uh and then made some odd choices at young ages to do things to their faces which I don't understand.
1: Well, thank God Britney Spears bounced back. So <laughs> yeah. She still looks all good in the hood. So ah. Uh,
2: yeah. Um I love the Triple Lindy I love the triple Lindy as a thing. I love that Rodney Dangerfield is the guy who, I mean, he's talked about in hushed tones. Like, wait a minute. Are you the guy I saw do the triple Lindy? And then I love, I love how much the director does not care when it comes to the end. It's (laughs) time. Somebody has got to win the swim meet, the dive meet. And Rodney's like, Oh, I'll do it. Uh," And he gets up there and it's supposed to be, you know, it shows Rodney up there in his Rodney glory. And he has to jump three diving boards they have to set up the special thing for him like it's just ridiculous the whole concept of it yeah but then it shows rodney like jump and then it shows an obviously 20 year old man doing flips in the air and then it cuts back to rodney i mean it's they did not even try to get a stunt double that looked like rodney
1: it's true because he's it's like just, 30- you see a
2: guy in the air and it's just this fit muscular guy doing flips in the air and then comes back to rodney bouncing on a board it's just ridiculous that's
1: the 80s for you right
2: (laughs) Uh, went from this bug-eyed you know 60 year old to this fit 25 year old guy
1: you know um one of the co-people that i really enjoy is robert downey jr i find that his lines are so perfect he he's super funny Like, I thought he was annoying in, you know, Weird Science, but I thought he was spot on in this one. He's just the perfect amount of, you know, one-liners. and
2: It's his dry sense of humor that makes him so great now. Yeah. I mean, that that Robert Downey Jr. sense of humor and and the comedic timing that he has now, he's not a laugh-out-loud, tell-a-joke guy. He's a one-liner, a quick zinger, and he just kind of delivers that, that straight faced zingers that are kind of below the surface that just catch you off guard. Yeah. That's, I think he's great at those.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. So, uh, what else, man? Who else is amazing in this movie? Like the girlfriend, I actually like her. She's not in it a lot, you know, but she's, uh, she's decent girlfriend, you know, especially for eighties. She's not annoying or anything like that. Um, so, I thought she was pretty cool. Uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, uh, yeah. on the girlfriend? Pretty okay. All
2: this right, good. I like Burt Young in this one too. I just like that he's the muscle. I like when Burt Young has to shake people down. He's like, "I'll crack your head." Yeah, I like when yeah. he
1: crushes <laughs> crushes the
2: napkins. Yeah, that was pretty. Just, that's good stuff. I mean, so would so would you recommend this movie then? Having just kind of. Just discovered it finally. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I, I, I told Tabby, I'm like, hey, this is the movie that I'm going to watch for STL, but I think you'll really enjoy it. And she's like, well, who's in it? I'm like, well, you don't know the main guy, but you know Johnny and you know the guy from Legend of Billy Jean. And she's like, oh, OK, well, I'll watch it then. And then, uh, like twenty minutes in, she was laughing. She was enjoying it. And that's awesome. She loved the uh, the hotel room where he demolishes, mm-hmm. and it becomes one big gigantic room. Right. She thought yeah. she's like, oh man, that would be amazing to go there. And uh, she made the comment about Robert Downey Jr.'s teeth, but she always laughed at everything that he said. So yeah. she was like, yeah, this movie definitely is awesome. So uh, oh, that's it, great because it's an HD. That's the beauty of HD is that. Nowadays, you can show the older movies and they don't look dated unless Mm -hmm. you have the technology in the movie to make it dated. You know, like obviously the mm-hmm. computers in this movie make it dated because you got those huge ass monitors, stuff like that. And but they don't show a whole lot of them though. Uh, mostly when he's trying to get other people to do his own work. Uh, I I like the part where he has Kurt Vonnegut show up and then he calls him to yell at him for getting a D on his paper. I thought that was hilarious joke. Um yep. That that was good times. Uh, the 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 doctor that you like though. I thought he, I didn't like him, but I not because he didn't do the job acting-wise. Because he's really good at being somebody you don't like. And that's good. There's nobody mm-hmm. in this movie I feel did a bad job. And the movie totally holds up in 2018. Fantastic. I wouldn't yeah. want it to be remade, though. Because I, I think remaking it would lose a lot of its touch in regards to... I mean oingo boingo i mean that's a huge highlight of this movie and what band are you going to get in there to do the a song like that <sighs> i don't know man especially as crazy ass looking as danny elfman is singing but it's so mm. awesome at the same time it's like yeah. is he on drugs is he not on drugs is he just having a good time you know it's just i love that the party scene it's fantastic and Keith Gordon, man, is Jason. He he murders it in this movie. He's so good. Even when he's just drunk and disapp- Like, I love when he blows up on his dad. He, you know, yeah. about... Uh, you can't have people do your own work for you. He's like, I wanted to work on that paper. You know, you don't know how much this means to me. And it's just... And he walks out and slams the door in his face. And, you know, and you could feel... As much a laugh as there was, there was some heart in there of the father and son. Like, I just... You know, I don't want you to have a bad life. You know, I'm trying to do everything I can for you. And He's like, yeah, but you're doing too much. You know, and that's when you know they meet eye to eye and realize, hey, let's do this together. So I really enjoy yeah. that. So because Burt Ward has a huge thing where he's like, look, your dad's just trying to look out for you. You know, and he's like, yeah, you're right. So I love it. Yeah. It's good stuff.
2: I mean, they they tried they they made a soft remake of this, and that's why we were they did. Discussing Well, I mean, that's why we were discussing it on Real Reviews a few weeks ago, because Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy, where she goes back to school, Ugh. Um, you know, it, it borrows a lot of a lot of the lines from this movie, you know, kind of borrows a skeleton outline of this movie. Um, and it's it, it's OK. Actually, the, the the secondary characters in the movie are really good. Um, But yeah, I mean, it is kind of the same concept of the adult going back to college and craziness happens because she's going to go back to school with her daughter and it's going to be awkward and all that stuff. So it did. It was kind of really trying to remake
1: this movie, which it doesn't need doesn't need it. So you so you have three Melissa McCarthy
2: movies you like. Uh, I like this one. I thought that this one was the best one of hers that I've seen in a long time. And then you like Ghostbusters and the Heat, right? I do like the heat. And I like I I like Spy actually too.
1: Oh, I haven't seen Spy. Jay State. I got to check
2: that. Yeah, out. that's that's one of my favorites. But um there's a lot of them that I hate. <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> Tammy on the top of that list, you know. Um Identity yeah, Theft. Oh. Yeah. What's um uh, now you got to be looking at it. Let's see Central Intelligence. I don't remember. Uh, she was in that? Oh, yeah, enemies.
1: dude, she's awesome in that one. Oh, the
2: boss? Oh, she was terrible in the boss. no good in that yeah there's some Oh, the boss dude okay so the older lady so
1: tabby and i were on a melissa mccarthy thing after the heat and Mm -hmm. we watched the boss it was the first comedy where we didn't laugh
2: once yes exactly no because those and it's weird because those movies are all movies that are done by her husband um and they are I just i know some people don't like it when i say this um For whatever reason, he always has her in the fatty fall down role. Where it's her falling through things and falling down. And how many times did she fall in the boss? And just getting trapped in one of those beds that goes into the wall and just different things. It's always her falling over the place. And it just infuriates me. Like she's actually better than this. She's a good actress. She's a really funny actress. Yeah. Why does it always have to be, let's have her fall through the cake, let's have her fall through the table, you know? And though so that was one of the things I actually really liked about Life of the Party was the first 10 minutes. She fell down in a, you know, the same way. And I rolled my eyes like, God, we just, we're doing this again, aren't we? But then they didn't do it the rest of the movie. And I was so happy. I was like, oh, let's, who knew? Let's give her a little range instead of just falling through a table again, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, Yeah. I just, I, cause I actually do think she's really funny. Um, I just no. want her to be allowed to do things.
1: The heat for me is uh, I could watch the movie over and over because yeah. even though I know the jokes are coming, they're so good. Yeah. And she's got a great chemistry she, with Andrew Bullock. She's so funny, man. Because yeah. that's Fonda's favorite actress, so you know that's why I got to watch that movie, and it was like, sure. this is so good. She's so funny in this, and yep. she was really good in Ghostbusters. She lost, yeah. she lost weight, and yep. you know, she, and they gave her something to do. Yeah, exactly. She was legitimately funny and yep. smart, and had some of the best lines in the movie. So, and and I actually have full faith in what's her name. That's going to be in Wonder Woman 2. Because mm-hmm. I liked her in Ghostbusters, I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, she toned it down. She was pretty serious. And from what I understand, she's going to be Diana's uh, really good friend who then turns against her. And I could totally see her going to the dark side like that uh, because of what I saw. I haven't seen Bridesmaids, which I know is, you know, I guess everybody says that's her best movie. But, sure. but from what I remember, how good she was in Ghostbusters. I What, I, what the hell is her name? Kristen Wiig, yeah, Kristen Wiig, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm okay with this because you know, in Patty, we trust basically. So there you go. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, do um, we got anything else that we got to say about uh, back else. to school? Okay, you'll see it. It's uh, it's awesome. It is on Hulu, so you can go check that out now. Um, the honestly, the only bad thing I would say about this movie is I was surprised in the lack of Zapka it really disappointed me it it doesn't hurt the movie in regards to dropping down the grade or anything like that it's just from uh remembering as a kid and going back 20 plus years later to go watch this movie i honestly thought he was in it way more than he was uh mm-hmm. it's definitely his he's the it's the, his weakest character he's sure. ever played uh by far cuz he
2: he's kind of playing just a stereotype of the guy he was typecast as
1: exactly so yeah. good times uh rating wise sir uh where would you uh, where'd you rate this
2: baby we're going by uh grade scores right letter scores i know
1: you're on like five thousand podcasts so you can't you can't remember how people do it (laughs) i gotta remember we 10 stars five stars letters (laughs) what are we doing i I know it's funny on flicks you're like uh what are we doing is this out of 10 you had to ask jason i was like yeah baby uh yeah
2: this Uh, this is the letter grade system okay we're in school I'm giving this movie, I'm giving this movie an A minus.
1: Very good. Uh, yeah. I I can't disagree with that. I'd have to say the same uh, because of the uh, lack of Zapka for me, and also Sally Kellerman. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, she is the weakest link of this, and because she's in it a lot, uh, is the only downfall of it. Again, she's she's likable, she's tolerable, but there's just something that makes me a little off like had they put another actress in this movie it would have been so much better
2: Listen. you put 1986 six's mm-hmm. sally field in this movie i'm all about it
1: yeah yeah i could go with that
2: i mean re- anyone you put you put uh let's see who else would be of a of a similar age that i was i, God, I had somebody in my head a minute ago and they disappeared anyways um there's, yeah there's i think there is a lot better options
1: yeah, who would who would be good uh, as a replacement? Somebody who's Rodney Dangerfield's age, but still, you know, hot looking.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: If you would have taken, uh, in the late 80s here, mid-late 80s, if you would have taken... Oh, why am I drawing a blank on her name now? Uh, God, she's been around forever. Uh... Uh, this is great. This is great radio here. I know, right? Oh. Uh, not Kim Basinger; okay. she's too young. Oh, Sybil Shepherd. You give me Sybil Shepherd in this movie. Ooh. I'll take that.
1: And it would work because of partnering with uh, Ronnie Dean or Ron- Robert Downey Jr. For chances are.
2: So. Ooh, nice.
1: Yeah. So I
2: had to reach back and grab the Moonlighting DVD off the shelf to get her name. Yeah.
1: I- Funny enough, I never watched Moonlighting, but I watched Chances Are. So. That, good. that was uh that was a good time. So all right, so yeah, A minus for you, A minus for me, uh fully holds up twenty eighteen. Awesome. So that's it for our review. Let's go ahead and get into our emails and hear what the SDL Nation had to say.
2: jerks better have something i know man we actually
1: have well we have one email one email is better than nothing right son it is it is all right so let me uh hold on one second i gotta oh my gosh this is a great podcast okay it really is are you ready sir we got lisa the legend writing yeah (laughs)
2: lisa my favorite
1: hey y'all hello i'm psyched to hear the episode i finally got my podcast up back and running we're uh, we are traveling home to Virginia for vacation, and almost and we're almost caught up on all the STL, on all the STL episodes. Woohoo. Cool. the the hubby even enjoyed listening, especially to the Cobra Kai episode. There you go. Yay! Speaking of which, uh, time traveling Peter finally finished his review, ten episode review of mm-hmm. Cobra Kai. Uh, what what was it? Two days ago. Dude had, so, yeah. dude, man, that last interview with the girl I hate the most was the mm-hmm. best interview. Oh, no, uh, I thought it was her, but then it was, uh, then the chick from Cobra Kai, uh, the one that was, um, God, what's her name? The one with the glasses that uh, was mm-hmm. Sam's best friend. What's her name?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh. that was his
1: final interview, uh, was with her. Uh, the one that did the, the you know, the underwear, you know, to the girl. Is this all still in the email? no i'm I'm asking oh. you because i'm ta- I'm talking about his speaking of Cobra Kai. you, know, you were
2: reading for a minute. I know like, I speak like this is a rambling I, email, I know right?
1: <laughs> I would say it's speaking of Cobra Kai Holy crap. go go, okay. go finish checking out those episodes. and the last interview <laughs> was the best because of how awesome she was, but uh, I can't I forgot who she played. oh my God, yeah.
2: I honestly thought you were just reading this. I'm listening like, mhm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Lisa, this is rambling. I'm like, I'm, I'm, (laughs) who's that one girl who I thought was the one I liked? I'm
1: searching for you to help me out here. It's like, oh my gosh, (laughs) off the rails. So, okay. All right. So back to her email, she goes, this era of slapstick brought into the eighties really brought back some great com, uh, comedians. Uh, we weren't expect uh, that we weren't exposed to unless you loved older comedy. I mean, with guests like uh, Sam Kings, uh, Kinston, Robert Downey Jr., and a boy, William Zapka. Looking forward to hearing many laughs. Take care, Lisa the Legend. Good times.
2: Woo-hoo. You're the best, Lisa. You are my favorite for a reason. <laughs> the rest of y'all need to step your games up. Stepping the games up. Because I got a ranking system of who I like in the SDL. And I don't, I'm not going to reveal it, but my number one right now, Family Feud style number one, Lisa the Legend. <laughs> Oh
1: my god, that's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> uh so, uh that's it. So we got
2: a we got a ranking, or we got a not just ranking, we got a, a poll.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, do we want to talk about that now during the emails or, or towards the end of the episode? But hey, it might, you brought it up, so we might as well uh, talk about it now. So okay, all right. So let me go back to the only place you can vote, which would be on the STL Nation group. And uh, the spammers have finally started to go down. <laughs>
2: they thank, started to subside. Thank
1: it. God, man. That was driving me crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right after we posted our last episode, what was the last episode we did, sir? Cobra Kai. Cobra, no, no, it wasn't. We did a movie review after that. What What the hell did we do? Uh, I'm telling you. It I was black it, out. it was Roadhouse, son. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Roadhouse. Holy crap. We did Roadhouse right after Cobra Kai. You so, sure about that? Yeah, dude. Check out the feed. It's it's right there. Oh okay. uh Nicole Brown uh was the uh person that Peter talked to. Uh and mm-hmm. the chick from Cobra Kai would have been uh Aisha. So there you go.
2: Aisha. Yeah. You, we did UHF since then. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. UHF. Come that, on. That talk was... to
2: me about that. I was like, Roadhouse was a while ago. That was April. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Okay. Good God. Good. I'm not as senile as I thought. Good
1: God almighty. <laughs> All right. So, man, this uh this poll must have been a while. I'm looking at all these Halloween trailers. and Oh, let's mm-hmm. skip this Jared Leto BS stuff about mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Hey, by the way, uh, I like your uh, – for my birthday. Uh, I got to make hey. this movie perfect for his birthday, and it's Rob Zombie. I'm like, really? I figured
2: I'd make – I wanted to send pictures to you, you know, birthday card style, of things that you love. Oh, like House Party 2? exactly Ugh. they dedicated that movie to you yeah absolutely
1: oh my gosh that was terrible
2: thinking of you that
1: was terrible man terrible terrible uh come man where the hell is this poll put this
2: poll up back in march what where, where okay here thing? we go finally okay, okay. so uh you got a runaway win- runaway winner right away oh yeah i can't try that runaway winner right away
1: the runaway winner so The number one movie, the most requested, the one that won the vote was Demolition Man. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh that 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 movie I cannot wait to do, especially talking I'm really
2: happy for that one.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't wait to talk about the poop stuff, man, with the with the she shells. shells? that's my first Sandra Bullock movie is Demolition Man. I had no idea that movie was a comedy. So and Mm -hmm. I still use this line to this day. Set your ass on fire. (laughs) <laughs> still use that so uh, demolition man so our number two movie that won was last action hero <laughs> i can't wait which time traveling peter uh will be joining us for that mm, um, i'm out <laughs> 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 uh, because uh you know you have a distaste for last action hero and you don't know that. And, I might love that movie. And he enjoys it. So uh mm-hmm. he, he, do some coming to america style sir uh right. we'll go back in time. So I have no idea when we're going to do that one, but and Soon. and then the the final film uh would be uh would be clerks. Oh interesting.
2: The, yeah, they were kind of bunched up there in the middle. Yeah. Clerks finally pulled out. Huh? Yeah,
1: Clerks pulled and beat Ace Ventura. So Ace Ventura well okay, so technically Ace Ventura and fifty first dates have tied. So mm-hmm. we could do those if we have time in the summer.
2: But I would I would do either one of those as well.
1: Okay, so our winners as of one going down are Demolition Man number one, last action hero number two. Clerks is number three, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective number four, because we do not do the sequel. That movie doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Then we have Fifty First Dates. Ugh. Three Amigos is after that.
2: No, we've already we cut off after Fifty First Dates. We do? Yep. Yeah. A new poll has to go up after if if we get through fifty first dates, which will probably be like November, <laughs> um, then we have to cut it off and start a new poll. It's
1: true. Okay.
2: So yeah, I'm putting Caddyshack on that poll, by the way. Right, what up. the hell?
1: So for sure, we got Demolition Man, Last Action Hero, and Clerks. Yep, and Tentively Ace Ventura. Possibly. Possibly. So there you go. Uh, I see. Red Heat got uh, no love. So, oh,
2: that's too bad. Uh, yeah. Even, oh, I'm heartbroken.
1: Yeah, I thought Jersey Girl for sure would, because I love that flick. But uh, no,
2: that would have been fun. That they got. But no, we're not doing it. They got no love. Nobody but, wants to hear about it. No,
1: ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, are we doing right. uh Demolition Man?
2: Yeah, the people demand it. Okay. Let's do it next. All right awesome that is our next film demolition so y'all better send some emails in you guys voted for this i want to get emails for this because i don't look a vote is one thing that's great we're doing the show but tell us why you wanted us to do it exactly i want to know why what do you love it do you want to hear us dog on it like what are you looking what what's your feelings about this movie don't just sit there silently be part of it
1: it's true why is this movie the reason why it had to be talked about? Is right. it is it trash? Is it hot garbage or is it fantastic? We want to know. I want to know. All right, sir. So, uh before we wrap up, I think it's time for some music spotlight. What do you think, sir? I'm in. All right, let's do it.
2: I will play.
1: Okay, sir, so uh, I'm going with a music spotlight that is a couple years old. Did this Mm -hmm. earlier in the STL days, but I can't help but listen to it as of recently because it is fantastic and I totally forgot how amazing it is. So uh, it comes from a movie that you and I have big disagreements on, Mm -hmm. but we both agree that the soundtrack is fantastic. So. I love me some Punisher with Thomas Jane. You okay. you do not. That's uh, why I had to get Jason on, your co-host mm-hmm. from Flix, to talk about the Punisher. But we love us some Punisher soundtrack, sir. And mm-hmm. I just watched that the other day. Forgot how amazing it was and I totally forgot about Broken from Cedar and Amy Lee. I was like, mm-hmm. this song is amazing and I totally forgot about how awesome it was. So, It's going to be the Music Spotlight, son. I dig it. Because you got to listen to that song again, man, because it's so good. Because, you know, I don't really like slow songs, but I like the slow songs that build up and tear down. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh and it's funny they were both boyfriend and girlfriend at the time of this song. So, aw, isn't that sweet? Isn't that sweet? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a lot of fun, sir. Um, what is uh, what's up? In, when in the hell are we getting the last movie Mojo monthly? What's the deal with oh that? Oh my god,
2: you! <laughs> uh, I I yeah. want
1: the chapter closed so I can delete <laughs> so it off I. my iPod. So shirt. do I. Right. No,
2: I want nothing more than to be done with it now. <laughs> at this point. Now it's like an albatross for me. Like it was. We, you know, Brian gave me his, um, I'm done thing. That was a while ago. That's like six weeks ago now. And, uh, I was like, okay, thought about it, decided, yeah, let's shut it down. Then I was excited. Good. Let's close the door. And, uh, it's funny. We've actually been, you know, we've been texting almost daily about this and our schedules just don't work. And his schedule is really, really tight. And, uh. And it's funny that we think we have a day planned and then something pops up, you know, and you and I have gone through that a couple of times. Right, so right, like, right. Yeah. And then the day of like, dude, something came up. I can't. It's okay. And it's, you know, it's understandable. We both have it. But uh, it's funny because it's, we've been joking. Like, this is the reason why we can't, why we have to cancel the show <laughs> it's because we can never get together, but we have to get together at least once to say goodbye. <laughs> so now it is looking like it's going to be two more weeks until we're able to get together, but it might be in person. We might be able. To, he might be coming to my house, Ooh. and uh, yeah. So it 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 might be a very special episode. That, that's, uh, the where you, that, that's the way you
1: say goodbye. That's the way you got to do it, man. You start it off right. that way. You got to end that way.
2: For, yeah, for, yeah. For... We could start off the way we used to, where we record into our phones and uh, put up some horrible audio. Oh my gosh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's got to come to an end soon because there's just yeah, that's uh, that's just taking one off the books. But since since that was done i've added well i've come on with you more often i got flicks added and i started a new radio show that i do every week that's an hour and a half every sunday this is ridiculous
1: you know i i gotta give us a virtual high five sir because you and i have gotten together quite a bit this year man 2018 is turning into a pretty amazing year we've
2: already recorded more episodes this year than we did all of last year Oh, I. That has to be true. It has to be true. It
1: it okay. So that it's cool because I got STL up. So um, so going two. so going mm-hmm. back to uh to January the very We've first three very first episode. <laughs> yeah, was the top ten movies and songs 2017. Then me and Tabby got together to talk WrestleMania, and then there was the top twenty songs of all time from the STL. Then we did Roadhouse, and then we did Cobra Kai. And then me and Peter did Adventures in Babysitting, we redid that episode, and then we did UHF. We got three episodes
2: in. This is our fourth. Today's our fourth.
1: Today's our fourth. And going back to
2: what? We did, we did Dumb and Dumber last year. Dumb We did Over the Top. Uh-huh. We did Spaceballs. Yep. And we did, I don't know if I was on this one. S.T.L. Crew, The Karate Kid, Lincoln Park, and Demon Boobies.
1: Yes, the Demon Boobies.
2: That Demon Boobies. I was on for
1: that, Yeah, because it says your name yeah. right there, Jameson, okay. Very good, Rabbit. Makes and that his was return. it. Yeah, for, that was it. That was my four. For real.
2: That. Yeah. Oh my god. So we've already matched. How many we've been on together?
1: Okay, so so going all right. Yeah, because Encino Man was in December, and me and Tabby did that. So January was the for beginning of the year top twenty songs. Then yep. then the Top 90s Part 1, mm-hmm. which I haven't done Part 2 yet. Dumb and Dumber, which was You, Me, and Tabby, which was hilarious. Right. Then we did Over the Top, so that's two. Mm-hmm. Then Ferris Bueller, Day Off Commentary, and Monster Squad Commentary was me and Tabby. And then we did Spaceball, so that's three. Catching Up with Misunas was just me by mm-hmm. myself. And then Guilty Pleasures, myself. And then Demon Boobies was us, so that's four. <laughs> And yep. then Teen Wolf was me and Tabby. Cult of Chucky, me and Tabby. It's Time for Five was bonus. Yeah. So that's technically five, but technically doesn't count. There's the an time.
2: asterisk next to that Ex- one.
1: Exactly. And then we got uh, Dog Soldiers, Silver Bullet. That's the horse stuff. And then, yeah. That was it. 2018. So, yeah. We're matching where we were last year, and it's only June. so Bam. And we got three movies already lined up. So, yeah. This is awesome because we're like, hey- you want to get together? Uh, how about this day? And then it's if not that day, the following time we come up with works. And it's like we're recording. I'm like, damn.
2: We're pretty good. It, we're pretty good. It's pretty sweet. So get your emails in for uh, the movie Demolition Man. Uh, what's the email address, sir? STLpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Hills, yeah. Send them in now. And for future votes, don't forget to join the STL Nation Group. On Facebook. You can also join Jameson's. He has one as well. What's your Facebook group?
2: Uh, right now it is called Movie Mojo Maniacs. Yeah. Subject to change.
1: Uh, what? If, since you're on Flix now, are you guys going to resurrect your Facebook group for Flix?
2: That's not my decision to make. <laughs> I can't <laughs> handle any more social media. I'm just starting to try and handle one for my radio show, the Pop Culture Time Capsule now. Like, I, I can't take any more social media crap. Uh,
1: oh, So what's up with this radio show?
2: It's uh, it's it's me and two other guys at the radio station. Every Sunday from eight to nine thirty p.m., we uh, we pick a year, and then we come up with top ten lists, and we just kind of talk about them, um, things that happen in pop culture Ooh. in that year. So we did nineteen eighty two, we did nineteen ninety four, we did nineteen seventy eight. Uh, tomorrow we're doing nineteen sixty seven, and then we just draw a year out of a hat for the next episode. Sweet, so it's, it's a lot of fun, and you can
1: catch that app on iTunes. Yeah, which is what? What's the app name? It's one o three. What's the name of your app? I forgot.
2: One o three five. The sun.
1: There you go. That's the app. You can hear all your crap on that yeah. app.
2: There you go. Yeah, Perfect. All the crap on the app.
1: Awesome. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was a lot of fun, man. Uh, Absolutely. Helped me with my bad day for sure. Uh, hope hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And uh, let's jam out to some broken because this song is amazing. And. Uh, I still my, my two favorite songs of the year so far, son, are still one and two. but they're they're going neck and neck, man. They're battling, man. I real they really are, man. So I'm really excited to see where this year ends. <laughs> <laughs> can't
2: wait to find out.
1: It's all good. So all right, you guys have a good one. Take care. Masun is